J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freak, coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for being a watcher. We're on YouTube as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't thank you enough. Um, if you're going to send something in, we always are in need of advice emails just because you know, it's, it's tougher to come by, you know, problems. If you have an issue, you want to air it out here, you want to hear two comedians kind of have at your thing without having to look you in the eye, send it to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. And we are on the road towards the special. I don't know if I've told our guest this. Uh, I'm so excited. It's coming out on Netflix. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sharon, yeah. That's so uh, I'll bring on our guest. Very excited to have her oh, here. Sorry. Hilarious comic who all of you need to go follow immediately. Caitlin Palufo, thank you for coming on. Yeah, I, I didn't want to. Thanks for having me. That's so uh, yeah, great. Yeah, it's very exciting. Jared, um, so well deserved. Thank you so much. You've been much. doing I'm it a, forever. You're yeah, so funny. Thank you so much. I mean, it's uh, exciting. It's like uh, all the chills, all the feelings, yes. all the insecurities, you know, like. Yeah. The what if it no one watches it? What Everyone's if everyone watch watches it and goes, What the fuck is this? No. There's a you know, it's all ups mm-hmm. and downs and you yes. know, but the thing is, you know, this podcast happened because of this audience that's listening right now. These yes. are the OKPs, original key players. <laughs> And we need, you know, a a lot of this is me asking you, the listener, if you're listening right now, mark the calendar, August 15th, um, to share and watch and touch it. You know, we want the algorithm, you know, nothing is greater than father algorithm, you know, like you've had those clips that like take off Mm -hmm. and you have the clips that do well and you go, I guess I didn't hit the wave, you know, and so all of this is to ask you to try and help push the pot, push the special onto Mm -hmm. the wave. Like we want you to kind of give it a little nudge in that first week, those first seven days they say are the most important. So we want you to watch it enjoy it first mm-hmm. you know that's the service I, there's an exchange of goods yeah. and services here so go on netflix august 15th watch it uh share it with friends family co-workers brothers sisters mamas papas anyone mm-hmm. who likes a good laugh that is everyone on earth everyone yes. needs to, an hour it's an hour seven minutes to put your brand on the shelf seven i fucking Jared, put it all out there you outdid yourself i put it there's all subjects too yeah. single breakups uh, parents, Jewish, yes. uh, gender reveal parties, mm-hmm. body issues, late night eating. It's all there. And it, it could be, honestly, it could be two specials. If yeah. I if I like did it, mm-hmm. if I had my druthers or whatever that means. I say that. <laughs> like it could be one about dating and one about body issues. And the whole thing is just called 37 and single. So again, it's clickable that's a clickable link if you send it to a friend who's single or 37 or mm-hmm. anything or you know I, I just got the pictures today of yeah. like what it's gonna look like on wait. Netflix I'm gonna show you right here I can't wait uh, people at home will have to wait to see oh my goodness like it's a real thing you're a handsome boy thank you very much yeah people now are gonna there's watch a, there's a concern that I'm better looking in the pit. You know, I got to lose some weight now. No, I gotta get, no, like, no, I gotta no. Catch up. You got that jaw, baby. <laughs> He's got the strong so, jaw. So listen, people go check it out. I'm, 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 please, I'm begging. Please, please. I want, you know, so, uh, you know, we want to update Feather Nation Studios. We want to like, dude, I want to go to the next level. I want, mm-hmm. I want there. I'm honestly working on a special right now. Like I'm working on the material that's the next tour and I'm on the road working on it. So it's a brand new hour. I have a, I'm ready to go. So if you come with your friends, coworkers, brothers, and you show them, uh, the Netflix special, there's going to be a whole new hour of material. 
I might still do the ick bit just because I get people yelling those it's at me. It's a crowd pleaser. It's a crowd pleaser. It's crowd work. It mm-hmm. changes every show. Yes. It's more of an improv thing than a stand-up thing. So I might still do that. But I'm going to be in Raleigh. Uh, the weekend the special comes out. Lexington, East Providence, uh, at the Comedy Connection. I've been there a couple times. Love the Comedy Connection in Providence. And then some theaters. Atlanta, Huntington, Seattle. Seattle's almost getting there. So if you want to get tickets to Seattle, you got to get them now. Charlotte, Philadelphia, D.C., Baltimore, San Diego, Boston, more to come. Jaredfree.com for tickets. Um, yeah, it's all very exciting. I'm August so 15th. excited Thank you. Yeah. for you. It is nice when I hear people like, ah, you know, you can yes. see the look in people's eyes mm-hmm. when... They're happy for you. You also see the look in people's eyes when they're like, oh, really? No, you. you <laughs> no, huh? I bet you didn't get that. I didn't get that. I, you know, it's it's this weird thing, especially though, you know, asking to go on someone's podcast and then mm-hmm. you get like the, you know, them ducking you and you're like, what's being said? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I have a little bit of that in my head. Oh, yeah. Um, but whatever, you know, so I'm, I, I, you know, that's the thing. I don't want to have to ask to go on podcasts. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always kind of done things my own way i you know i i you know betches has been a part of that and that mm-hmm. was kind of outside of the norm of stand-up doing the bachelor stuff that's been a, there's bachelor bits on the special um my cousins love you oh Thomas okay literally you. i saw them in portland and mm. she was like the only person i would go and see or comedian that i know is jared freed <laughs> and well, i was like means i a know chair bear <laughs> you know the chair bear well i think you know you know it's hard because like you know, the special isn't, you know, like right now in comedy, we see a lot of like, you can go all right, all left, mm-hmm. you know, and like those are going to get you on again. Father algorithm yes. will provide if yes. you are out of your fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to push some buttons. Right. <laughs> the buttons shall be pushed, for, yeah. you know, and they, they want two sides of a debate. A lot of the stuff, you know, you're, you're in the same vein where it's like, we're going up and just being funny. Like, just want to make you laugh. Just want to make you laugh. We're not here to make a point or Mm -hmm. like make you feel better about the point you've been trying to make. (laughs) You know, like it's just fun and games. So Mm -hmm. that's why I want you to go check out the special 37 and single. That's what it's called and help it get on that wave. But we also, I've been, you know, on my Patreon, someone wrote in a couple weeks ago, when is Caitlin Palufo coming back? I've been following her since I found her on oh your podcast. Goodness. She's one of my favorite comics. And I was like, she's in the in the, in the the calendar. So oh at Caitlin Palufo, we want everyone to go follow. How you been? You're freezing your eggs. Go. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I just finished freezing my eggs. This is literally like the second to last day before I uh, go back to normal, as they say, quote See, unquote. This is the thing, you know, and, and it's one of those things that like it's easy as a guy to just like float on by freezing (laughs) eggs you just what do you do you just open your freezer door and put them in another freezer like to us we're so you know and people write in with dating questions relationship questions and like Mm -hmm. it's usually the answer so simple because guys don't really think that deeply into these things it's really mathematical a plus b equals c so a lot of times we take in information as as simple as we would think about it Mm -hmm. so when i hear freezing eggs i'm like Cool, you just plop them out and <laughs> throw them in. You know, like, but I'm, I know yes. this is a much bigger process. Yes, I sit in a, 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 a little thing of straw and I just squat <laughs> and I just, here they come! <laughs> Get there the are, ready! The sad part is there are schools in Florida teaching that as part of their curriculum. <laughs> that is true. When a mama bird wants to have babies later in life. Uh oh, <laughs> clickbait. <laughs> there it is. Jared Get Bear. me on that wave, baby. Now you're doing this. Yeah. Uh, you're getting married too. Mm-hmm. So this is all happening at once. Yes. It's um I recommend freezing your eggs for any woman with any kind of ambition. You can take out a small loan. 
do it. You can. Okay? Yes. Some p- places do payment plans. A lot of health I mean, insurances cover it. So do it. Talk about can. a weird position for the guy at the bank. You know how they have that... <laughs> You know they have that scene that I've never actually. I don't know if that actually how it goes. Thirty has a stamp. Right. Yeah. Denied. <laughs> oh, someone wants some eggs. Let me see your taxes. Like, what do you say? I know. I. I mean, I want a family, but not right now. <laughs> <laughs> and you're married. Uh, you know, your husband or you're yeah. engaged to a comic. Engaged so, to a comic. And, and you go. What yeah. does he say to the? He's egg? very excited. Well, it was. Um, I am 36 years old. Mm. I don't think I've ever said that on a podcast. Oh my god, she's breaking brave. news. Ra- brave. Ring the bell. We have a brave woman here. You know, I'm also 170 pounds and <laughs> just letting just, it all out. Uh, it's all out here now <laughs> yeah. on the J, J Train podcast exclusive. I don't even know if this is appropriate. You don't look 36, but Thank I don't you. even know what 36 looks like. Like I, I get know. that sometimes too, where they're like, "You don't look 37." I'm like. I don't even know. I, I think we all just, you know. TikTok I, has changed the game. Right. Okay. Right, <laughs> and, right, right. Uh, you do yeah. see, I'm sure you see some of your friends like, whoa, <laughs> I escaped a fucking bullet. Huh? I feel like it definitely takes a hit on your body if you don't love what you do. If you're not happy, Ooh. you know. So I. That's an interesting thing. Yeah, yeah, we have a glow in our eyes. We yes. love a flame is lit every morning. Yes. We wake up to tell these we have funny passion. That's right. We get up and we <laughs> go to the you know the funny factory and yes. we crank out these jokes. Right. Yeah, I've also been doing cream since I was 22. So uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you. I look great. It's the passion, but mostly the creams. Yeah, it's the yeah. creams. Um, a little bit of bit of Botox. Um, a little bitty bit. <laughs> little, a little right there. Just right there. Eensy teensy what? Do you do? Botox? No, you know, I've never done it. Um, you don't need it. I don't think... I look at my dad and he's pretty okay. Like, I'm okay with looking like that. Yeah. You know, you, you look into the... And I'm like, okay, he's got some lines, whatever. I got mm-hmm. one line right here, a brow <laughs> furl. Yeah, okay. And I don't know if it makes me look more thoughtful. I got one I little I can barely thing. see it. Right, yeah. I don't know. And it really shows when I'm hungover, but oh, that's really yeah. it. I think if I went off of alcohol, I would look 13. Yes, I like, stopped I really drinking. Do. You stopped drinking? Yeah, look at me. I look great. <laughs> How does it feel to stop drinking? It feels you're a drinker. amazing. I'm a big drinker. What did you drink when you drank? I drank whatever was available. Anything. Anything yeah. put in front Mostly of Mostly it was red wine and Negronis and spritzes So and you were beer. getting like, let me get the high end stuff yeah. over 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I'm a classy drinker, right. so I don't want the hangover. <laughs> so it's not alcoholism. I'm just, right. You're just having a, having a few yes. cocktails amongst friends. So how long have you been off it? I've been off of it for about seven months now. Wow. And how does I, it feel? It feels good. It's not forever. I mm-hmm. know. I know myself. Right. But I do. Um, I listen to the uh, what's that book? The Easy Way to Stop Drinking. Someone's recommended it because I've mentioned like being mm-hmm. like I don't know maybe it's not really helping my life. And yeah. I could you know I I honestly think if I went off of alcohol I would be seven pounds. Mm-hmm. I would look thirteen. Yeah. And I'd just be this little withered child. <laughs> and. <laughs> I the, and the, the reason I don't stop drinking is like, what if that's not true? And it's you know like <laughs> a psychological game. Right, a, I've been blaming the drinking, right. and that's all I have. I, I go, all of my problems are due to drinking. Yeah. I can handle these problems. Yeah, I'd rather deal with these problems than whatever else might be behind the door mm-hmm. of problem. You know, the future. If it makes you feel better, I stopped drinking and I lost twenty pounds. Twenty. That's twenty great. two zero. You felt great. I felt great. 
Uh, and I still feel great. And now I try and have sips of alcohol. Mm. I've like tried beer and some wine since at the wedding that we went to. I tried right. some wine and I was like, it tastes like poison. Wow. It doesn't taste poison. good. Yes. So, and but I was I also I wine in Buffalo. So let's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not really. <laughs> I'm going to Italy yeah, and we're going to give yeah, it another think, shot. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. it might be a little different than the swill. <laughs> <laughs> They're serving around Buffalo. Yeah, I think you'll be okay. Yeah, so I, uh, I'm i going to give it a try again when I go to Italy. I'm going to drink some more. And then I had beer on the 4th of July. I had four sips and it tasted like like it was poison. It just right. tasted bad. Well, th- I think the hardest part with alcohol and like getting away from it is like, okay, there's a numbing of sorts that I'm mm-hmm. doing to my brain. When yeah. I go and have a few drinks, I go... Ah, I don't, I can like, it, it, it actually takes time away from the day. The days mm-hmm. are long without alcohol. Once you get used to that longer day, mm-hmm. I think you're like in it. You're like, you're fine. It's crazy. I was so afraid of cutting it out because I was like, oh, I'm going to lose my whole identity, mm. you know? And uh, and then I realized, well, that's first very sad. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what will I do without this Miller Lite personality? Who's going to like me right. anymore if I don't have a PBR in my hand? So, yeah, that was uh, something I had to work through with my yeah, therapist. Of but course. now I don't think about it. And mm. it's the same with the egg freezing. I did it, so now I don't have to think about whether or not I'm going to be able to have kids. Right. And then it's uh, the same with the Botox. I don't have to think about, am I scrunching my face? Right, let you me know? put it out of my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's if out it's of my head. Mind, let's do the thing that gets it off your mind. And, and then I have so on. much free space in my brain we for so it. much other stuff. For fun stuff. For fun and stuff. And a wedding that's coming up. When's the wedding? <laughs> we have not even tried well, to plan. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't add it. It's been it. a year More and a half. Uh, <laughs> Listen, we're so pumped to have Caitlin here at Caitlin Palufo. Go follow. Caitlin is fucking hilarious. You're going to love watching Caitlin live, being a part of everything she's doing online at Caitlin Palufo. She came in here. She goes, I got to get my numbers up. So (laughs) get the fucking numbers up. Help Um, me, please. Come on. And it's Caitlin with a C. Caitlin with a C. C. Caitlin. I guess that's how I would spell it. But I guess I've, you know, I don't remember people's names unless I'm following or friends with them on social media. Mm-hmm. Or like uh, the social media does help me. I like mm-hmm. now I think of you as a Caitlin with a C type. Yes, like, I that's am. That's the only way to think about it. Yeah. We're sponsored. We're all on the oh. hunt for the perfect summer drink that's delicious, refreshing, and won't destroy your diet. The search is over. This summer, crack open a can of hop water. So they sent me some. It is fantastic. It's non-alcoholic sparkling hop water with adaptogens and nootropics, which can enhance focus, improve memory, and boost your mood. Available in delicious flavors like peach, blood orange, ginger limeade. There's a hop water for whatever mood you're in. I love this stuff. It's great. I love the peach. I've I've never been a peach guy. Yeah, you seem like a peach guy. I like a peach. Uh, you know, the peach is kind of hilariously disgusting to suck. You know, you get that pit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of like noises that would turn off someone who's not. It's a nick. It's yeah. a little bit of a nick. Uh, <laughs> but getting the peach flavor without the peach. <laughs> Is great. That's where <laughs> hop water comes in. Instead of chugging a bunch of beer and texting your ex, drink some hop water and make good choices. I know you're going to love hop water. You need to try it out right now. I have a special offer for just my listeners 20% off your first purchase. Plus, get free shipping when you order 24 cans or more. Just go to uh, now to my special URL, hopwater.com slash JTrain. That's H O P W T R. 
dot com slash j train don't wait this offer won't last long hopwater.com slash j train that's h-o-p-w-t-r dot com slash j train ready to do the podcast i mean i think that advertisement is telling you to stop, stop drinking, drinking. This is, <laughs> i didn't come here for reality Caitlin. i didn't have you on did my mom send you here? No, no. Do you, you do you? You do. Great. I, am I bad? I, I don't. I think I'm not bad. That's a bad question. I I, I, I get drunk and I. Here's the thing. I am <laughs> such a drunk. I I drink. I get drunk and then I'm like, I like you know peter my way mm-hmm. home to every food establishment on the way and then i'm like did i say something it's like no one even talked to you you're at a pizza place for eight well, hours i've been around you a few times when you've been drinking and you're a delight yeah thank you that's all i needed now yeah. i'm drinking forever okay i'm crushing on a friend oh papa jt and hilarious guest thanks for helping us all out i'm 30 years old mm-hmm. recently out of a relationship planning to move out of state at the end of summer i'm looking to have some fun this summer and need some advice i'm on a kickball team mostly just drinking in a field and have a bit of a crush on a guy on the team we've known each other for about a year and have hung out in groups outside of kickball i've never actually tried to hook up with a friend serial monogamous over here but want to try something new so my question how do i go about letting him know i'm interested in a casual way any advice is helpful for my single girl summer all the feathers kickball crush Caitlin Palufo, what is your advice? What do you think? Have you ever had a crush on someone that was more of a friend? How do you move things into casual land? Yes. Well, first off, I have, as a person who has been on a kickball team, Mm. I get it. Right. All right. They're running around. It's oddly macho. You see them. Oh, it's fun. Everybody's having a nice time. My advice would be to get drunk and kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No consent. Okay, good. Caitlin, you really That's... brought it. First email out of the gate. She's like, take advantage of this guy. Get him drunk. Kiss him. What? Well, it is like a drinking atmosphere. Everybody's fun and playful. Right. Do the, the lean in and the hard eye contact. Right. You know, just like kind of see if he looks back. I, I'm with you. Now, you, you let me extend on your point. Okay. Let's get drunk and kiss yeah. is really the advice. Yes. I think what this person is doing and they say, you know, sometimes the answer to their issue is in the email. Mm-hmm. Serial monogamous. Uh, my question, how do I go about letting him know I'm interested in a casual way? There's never been a less casual <laughs> way to go about casual <laughs> how do i get him to sign papers to let him know that i am interested in a casual relationship that has no emotion whatsoever like this isn't that's a, you you're already on the wrong path mm-hmm. like i think and again i know the the problem with casual the problem with men and women in mm-hmm. that generalized form is Women want safety. Men want adventure, Mm -hmm. you know, especially from their hookups. So, you know, if you're like, I want a casual thing that I know the guy is on board, wants to be with me, will take care of me, will be nice to me, will be good to me. (laughs) We are down the road of not casual. That's why dating apps, when people are like, I'm on the dating app looking for casual, you're in the wrong atmosphere. Yeah. Casual atmosphere encourages casual. Casual atmosphere encourages casual. Uh, I, I I had this whole line prepared. That's <laughs> really for you the really social set media it up. mostly. You set it up Ca- twice. Yeah. Casual <laughs> atmosphere creates casual encounters. Ah, yeah. So what this person needs to do: concentrate on the atmosphere, not on the encounter. 
Mm-hmm. It's backwards. If you concentrate on a casual encounter, now it's not casual. Yeah. Concentrate on creating a casual atmosphere so that a casual encounter can happen. You know, when you concentrate on, oh, I want casual from the dating apps, well, you're in the wrong place because the dating apps are made for first date, second date, third yes. date. They're a contract. You have signed up for a dating app. Mm-hmm. Just by signing up, I am here to date. Yes. She wants casual with a guy who she's zoning in on. Great, all of that is good stuff. Now let's create a situation. Okay, so what I would say, I would assemble a little bit of a team of Avengers, a team, a <laughs> ragtag group of misfits from the kickball team. Yeah, I would get, get pitcher, a, third base, That's all outfield. the manager, outfield, you get all the team together. And you get in a circle and you go, let's go to this bar after the game. I think, when they say drinking in a field, again, that's the 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 atmosphere is too wide. You know, <laughs> yeah. you need to close people in. Bring it into the dugout, baby. Trap them in, just in in the way Caitlin mm-hmm. described. We have to trap this person and <laughs> get drunk and kiss them. But I'm saying, <laughs> corner them against right. the fence. <laughs> Throw them against the fence. Hot in itself, as long as he's okay with it. If he's open. Now, here's the thing, though. You get so I would say you're going to get a couple people from the thing. From the, from the kickball team, mm-hmm. let's make a plan for after the game. Yes. Hey, and then you say to him, I would even go right up to him at the game, hey, we are going to this place after, meet up with us. Yeah. Now, that's casual. Mm-hmm. Now you have an opportunity in closed space to get him away from the group, to have a conversation over beers. Hey, what's going on? Where are you going after this? And then I would encourage you to travel bars. Start at this bar open up the night to him and this group and go up to him and and I think this will I think this starts your casual journey as opposed Mm -hmm. to how do I get him to know I want casual which isn't gonna (laughs) when I hear a woman wants casual like when I when I'm when I hear like oh I'm just looking for I go yeah 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 right (laughs) I'm immediately like what's the catch here yeah, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Right. When <laughs> yes. am I going to get in trouble for that? Yeah, I want casual, but I also need to have kids in two years. So <laughs> you're like, ah! eggs are freezing in the back. Yeah. They're right in the front. Honestly, you need a woman who has already frozen her eggs. I, so you can have a nice time. Right. That's what I That's I mean, casual. That, that's the most casual thing yeah. of all. My eggs are frozen. I got time. And I got an IUD in. Yeah. Boom. I'm like, I'm wow. I'm the perfect woman. You're the perfect casual fling. You're engaged. You're wasting yes. this. <laughs> I know. I'm really blowing it. <laughs> Don't you think that's the way to go though? Like I yes. think casual atmosphere creates casual encounters. Yes. And if you ca- if you concentrate on the atmosphere, mm-hmm. you will get the encounter that you're looking for. Especially because she seems to be a, a serial monogamous. So this is all she knows. Right. She only knows how to zero in. Plan a date. Yeah, exactly. You know, she's like literally like, well, mm-hmm. what? A- when's date night? It's yeah. like, not with you. We're not anything. You know, you <laughs> yeah. can't do that. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Caitlin Palufo. At Caitlin Palufo. Go follow. Go, go, go. So funny. You're going to love Caitlin Palufo. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Life can feel totally overwhelming. Maybe things are stressful at work or school. Maybe things are tough with your marriage or your friendships. BetterHelp is here to help you work through life's challenges so you can feel heard, understood, and less alone. Here's what I love about BetterHelp. It's just an easier way into the therapy game. Mm -hmm. The hardest part is finding someone you kind of mesh with, a, a professional that you mesh with, going into an office, sitting in a waiting room. This is all uncomfortable stuff. BetterHelp is all online. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
It's totally online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Also, that takes away a lot of the cost. The mm-hmm. you know the therapist isn't paying for an office. The magazine's on the table. Uh, getting started is easy. Just fill out a quick questionnaire and to get matched with a licensed therapist. If you ever need to swap therapists, you can change at any time. No additional charges. No questions asked. That's big too. How awkward is it? You finally find someone and you go, I don't want to go to this person. Mm-hmm. BetterHelp has a whole like marketplace of therapists. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash JTrain today to get 10% off your first month. That's better, BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash JTrain. BetterHelp.com slash JTrain. <clears throat> well, on the subject of licensed therapy. I just got to tell you, these ads are really... Speaking to your life, your my gym. life. This is. Do I need therapy? What's the next one? Figure out your shit with your mother. <laughs> well, honestly, the next one's called "Depressed Boyfriend Struggles." We went, Jared, depressed stop drinking, boy- get therapy. Well, hot water, good to get you off the booze. Get some therapy. Is 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 my ads people trying to tell me something? I think so. Well, it's a it's, subtle hint. It is funny that like the ads kind of match the time we're in. Yeah. You know, like right now it's summer. Okay, I'm looking to get off of, mm-hmm. you know, beers. I'm gonna have some hot water. I wanna be like more focused. I'm also like, it's also like, you know, it's twenty twenty three, the economy's been kind of wonky, <laughs> everyone's dealing with post pandemic shit. Mm-hmm. Get some better health, you know? Like I mean, look at this one. Depressed boyfriend struggles. Jared, I've been a fan forever, reaching out as I need some advice. I started dating a new guy about two months ago. For context, I'm only 19, he's 21. You've been a fan forever? (laughs) I started when you were seven. (laughs) She is a well-informed woman. Right. (laughs) We met on Hinge and clicked immediately. But because we're both in school, I went back to my home state for the summer. We both agreed to stay together and do long distance. Things have honestly been okay, except for he is having a really hard time with his brother, who's 25, who he lives with. He complains about that his brother yells at him about not working and other petty topics. And my boyfriend has expressed that he gets very anxious and in the end has depressive episodes. I don't know how to help him. And a small part of me wonders if he's emotionally stable enough to date me. I'd love to hear what you have uh, to say uh, for approaching this tough topic. Thank you. Please come to Orlando. Well, what do we think of this? Uh, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Obviously, we don't, you know, we are not professionals. Uh, that's kind of better for better help. Um, <laughs> and, you know, people go through issues, and especially when you're away from someone mm-hmm. that you're dating 2119, these are formative years. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're not professionals. Obviously, you know, we're just two people with opinions. Yes. Do you remember dating someone at that age and kind of like going home from college? Yes. For the summer? I remember that being very difficult. I remember it being hard. And I also, as a grown woman, I would want to look back at my younger self and say, you're not responsible for his happiness. Right. That is important because with women, we always want to like fix things and Mm. help and, oh, we can make it better. Right. You know, but it's like you also are not responsible for his happiness. Right. You almost want to be a mom before you're a mom. Yeah. Like, to be a mom. Like, you want to be that, oh, this is what women do. And Mm -hmm. in the same way, like, guys, I'll drive. You know, like, (laughs) it's a stupid thing, but it's a normal Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I would keep that in mind before you do it, you outdo anything. Right. You know, or you put yourself out in order to make him happy. But also, it seems like he needs to figure out his relationship with his brother. Right. And here's the thing. You're the one he's talking to. Like, 
what sucks about this is like you have not when you're 19 and he's 21 you go home from college for the summer and you're lots of miles away from each other mm-hmm. you kind of run out of shit to talk about yeah. you can't really visit each other yeah. you can't really like get into like you don't really have the adult thing in you to like mm-hmm. have different things to talk about mm-hmm. or go into other th- I, I don't know I, I think you guys are growing up and you're still growing up even though you feel like adults because you go to college so you're in college and you go well I'm an adult now yeah. you know like that's it's mm-hmm. you're not you're not ready I think you have to encourage him to talk to his parents mm-hmm. you know like and and because again the vagueness depressive episodes I don't know what that means yeah I don't know what that means and is that again suicidal is it what you right. know what does that entail how serious is this right and, and you know now we are so and again the younger generation especially are so coached up on terms mm-hmm. so I I don't know how severe these mm-hmm. things are at all. And you don't either, because he's trying to get a reaction out of you. He's trying yeah. to get you to go, I'm like feeling horrible. Oh mm-hmm. my God, he's trying to get you to go, woe is you, you're right, this is horrible. And yes. he's looking, misery loves company. Yes. And, and, and commiseration. Mm-hmm. I, you know, misery might not be the right word, but you know what I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, he's feeling bad, so he wants someone to feel bad with him. Right, and, yeah. and when you say he might, the one thing you say in this email, and I'm not like encouraging you to break up, but maybe it's like, let's take a break. I always you, encourage to break up, right. just break up. Just, and, <laughs> Well, I think you have to get used to, and so does he, like becoming an adult on your own. Yeah, and and this is a little bit of a crutch, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's someone who cares, it's someone who thinks you're great, and that you know thinks you're great. And also, some of this might be him making sure you're still into him, mm, keeping your I, attention so that right. you're not looking anywhere else. Right. I need something good to go talk to her about, so that you know we got mm-hmm. something to talk about. Yes. I got to keep her engaged. So you go a little bit more serious. I don't know. I yeah. just, this is all to say I don't know. But I also when you write to me i don't know how to help him and small part of me wonders if he's emotionally stable enough to date me when you write that i you know is he emotionally stable enough i i it's to me that sounds like someone going i don't know if i can handle this mm-hmm. this is getting this is getting yeah. exhausting yeah right and i that's why if you're under 25 if your instinct is to break up just break up right don't you don't need you're so young you don't need to push through right you know you have, have a fun summer have a fun summer like enjoy yourself and go also, to the water park there's and here's the other thing you guys I, it sounds like they're at the same school mm-hmm. you're gonna go back in the fall we'll reconnect then yeah no harm no foul mm-hmm. hey i i'll take you as you are today you'll take me as i am today maybe mm-hmm. we'll reconnect and things will work out Maybe it's time to just take a breather. Yeah, but I would I would say that this person I, I and I know you don't want to be like you know shut up loser and then hang up on him like yeah. you're not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. Talk about a depressive episode, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to be the reason. You don't want to be like mm-hmm. the reason he gets even more upset. So now this is almost a warning. He might feel that you're drifting away, and he yeah. goes, "Well, I gotta keep her in by giving." And these are all one. manipulative tactics that mm-hmm. people take when they're going through something, and they just don't want to lose love. People mm-hmm. go crazy not to lose love. So. I if he ever says, you're the only good thing I have, Oof. run. It's time to go. <laughs> time to go. You got to have him talk to his parents. Mm-hmm. And again, he's not too old to talk to his parents. Mm-hmm. He's not too old. And you got to say to him, hey, this is beyond me. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to help, but I can't. I think talking to your parents would be a good idea. Yeah. Like just, I, I think that. And if he won't do that, you have to go, well, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. Because then maybe he doesn't even want to help and he's just. Yeah, he just wants to, com- he just wants to complain. Yeah, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Caitlin Palufo. Did you have a job at 21? I worked at a summer camp. Yeah. Yeah. How was... do you not have a job at 21? Well, that's the other thing. She, <laughs> she called it petty and you go, 
that? It's not that petty. You need if a summer job. You yeah. gotta do something. And that if, was especially my, my, if you're paying rent. Right. My dad gotta. used to always say that. You gotta do something. Yes. Right? So it's mm-hmm. like, again, like if the brother is saying to him, like, and he's feeling bad about it, that's so normal. Like to mm-hmm. go feeling bad that you don't have a job. Like also, that also plays into why he has time to think on these things and mm-hmm. feel even worse. Idle hands. It's the devil's, devil's hand you. What is it called? The idol's hands makes the devil's handiwork. And devil's head. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Shelby, Shelby looked like, up. He's like, that's not a thing. I like the, the, no, it is a thing. I like the, the Caitlin even had hands <laughs> to <laughs> go <laughs> with <laughs> it. Yeah, she gave devil hands. <laughs> J Train Podcast at Juma.com. I love this. You are an engaged woman. Mm-hmm. Destination wedding and family question. Oh, no. Okay. Where yeah. do you guys think you'll have the wedding? Not even, we haven't even gotten there yet. Uh, we want to do it in New York. Okay. New York State. Mm. Like within an hour and a half. So people can, don't have to travel. But like, a, uh, get away from the city. Mm-hmm. You can get there that day. Yeah. Or we might just do a big party in the city Ooh. at like a banquet hall or something. Love that too. Jared, love the pod and you up. I have a family wedding question for you. Great. I'm from the U.S., but have been living abroad for the past 10 years. Mm -hmm. I am getting married in six months, and we're having a wedding here in the country I currently live, which is where my fiancé is from. Our plan within a year after getting married is to move back to the U.S. I have two older brothers who both have kids. My oldest brother, who will be coming with his wife and three kids between five and ten years old. But my other brother and his wife do not want to bring their two kids, two-year-old and five-year-old. Okay. Okay. Five to ten, different than two to five, mm-hmm. but two older brothers with kids, one bringing, one not bringing. Okay. I understand I'm asking a lot of everyone to come to my destination wedding, but I am disappointed my brother won't be bringing his kids. We've talked about it briefly, and he says it will be a quote-unquote nightmare, Mm -hmm. flying and traveling with them. They're so little they won't even remember. I'm sad they won't be a part of our big day. My fiancé has three nephews too, and we've been talking And we've been talking with my fiance's family about what all the kids will wear, how cute all the kids will look together, and how fun it will be for them to meet each other. Now my bubble has burst a little since we'll be meeting. Now my bubble has burst a little since we'll be missing some of the kids, and I'm a bit disappointed. I suppose there isn't anything I can do in this situation, right? cost isn't the issue for him it's really more of a logistics thing he and his wife want to do a few nights of solo traveling in the country after the wedding obviously the day is not just about them and i am excited for our wedding and i'm really appreciative of everyone from my family and friends who are making the trip i just need some help feeling better about this one aspect i guess it makes me feel like our relationship isn't important enough for him to take care isn't important enough for him to care about bringing them to the wedding. Any advice or thoughts would be appreciated. Appreciated. Thanks. Little sister blues. What do you think? What's your first reaction? My first reaction is if you don't have kids, you don't know what it takes to handle these kids. So you can't be judgy. I couldn't be more against her. Yes. I agree. (laughs) Can I just say, I think she's so dead wrong. Yes. I listen, I can't tell you how to feel Mm -hmm. like you're upset. That sucks. But this is all selfish. Yes. Your feelings are selfish. Let's mm-hmm. admit to that. Yeah. You had a picture painted in your brain of all these little kids and their cute little bow ties and it was going to be you amongst the little children. Yeah. And you're going to be the <laughs> the beautiful bride yeah. amongst these cute little kids. Someone and you, putting a little flower in your hair. Oh, and, my, oh God. my goodness. And they're mm. going to come down the aisle and everyone's going to go, ooh. <laughs> And off in the corner of this beautiful scene is your brother and your sister-in-law 
sweating, gross, <laughs> disgusting diapers all over them. Covered in puke. Puke and shit. No sleep going, mm. we gotta make sure those kids are all go to bed tonight. <laughs> yeah. Let it's them like, enjoy let, it. Why, right. And, and they're coming to your wedding, which is abroad. Listen, uh, people... What these abroad weddings do is they create opportunities for people. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. No one wants to go abroad for your wedding. Okay, I'm telling you. No one wants to go mm -hmm. to your wedding generally. Caitlin, I'm sure you're gonna have a great what wedding. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure people, when they're there, they're gonna be happy they have gotten there. Yes. Every day leading to your wedding, there's gonna be a discussion. Oh, yeah. I got this wedding. <laughs> yes. People do this thing when they go to a wedding is they make all of these arrangements to get there. Once they're there, they go, now I'm happy. They try to put themselves in the happiest position mm -hmm. to be at something that they never wanted to be at in the first place. Yeah. Nobody planned their vacation around your wedding. Nobody planned their life around you, the center of your own movie, which you should be, but you're not really letting people have the best time of their lives if you're gonna control every way that they're gonna get themselves to your wedding. Yes. Because I can understand this couple's like, we got a two and five year old. Oh. Here's the opportunity we've been waiting for. Yes. To have the excuse where no one looks at us and goes, you're going away with a two year old yeah. at home? <laughs> no, it's the wedding. Oh, yeah. you gotta go to your sister's wedding. Mm -hmm. Well, you're gonna leave them at home. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, they're too young. They all Your wedding offers them so many amazing excuses for them to reconnect and be a couple yes, for a they couple can of days. Travel, fall back in love together, go to Paris, whatever they're gonna do, just let them enjoy it. Right, all for what? For that's the thing. Mm -hmm. It's all for you to have a picture with the two kids mm -hmm. amongst the eight other nephews, yeah, and nieces. Like that, that's what I'm wondering. That's why I'm so against you. And I appreciate your email. I appreciate mm -hmm. the thought because you're writing and you are thinking of these people. You are a good person. I'm not saying you're a bad person. Mm -hmm. I'm saying you're letting this, the idea of what you thought it would be, yeah. get ahead of the reality of what it needs to be. Yeah, and what it's going to do to your. Uh, your brother and his right. wife. They, it sounds like they're now looking forward to your wedding right. because they've, they don't have to bring the kids. Right, they've <laughs> made it into something that they can't wait for yeah. as opposed to something they have to deal with. Yes. A wedding is a is a to-do list item. The minute you change that perspective of your brain, okay, mm -hmm. I'm going I'm going to where, where the fuck you are? I don't know where you are. I'm going to Amsterdam. Or the, we have another one from Amsterdam later. I'm going to, you know, I'm, go, I'm going to Italy. Mm -hmm. Okay, I didn't really see this as my Italian vacation. Yeah. I saw my Italy trip differently. Mm -hmm. But, okay, the kids can stay at home. Mm -hmm. We can have our sexy trip. We can do a beach club. Wow, now it's a part of this bigger trip that I can't wait for. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's, and don't say anything to your brother. Right. Keep that shit to yourself. Just be grateful for the people who do come and celebrate. It's with you. just so small. It's mm -hmm. not like you're, you, you know, it's not like your sister-in-law staying home. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like these are two babies that you're gonna see when you see them, and and especially because you're moving back to the U.S., so you're gonna see them right. more. It's not like the uh, yeah J Train yeah. Podcast at gmail.com J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Caitlin Palufa. We are sponsored people. <laughs> I can't wait. Okay, this sponsor. Uh-oh. What's well, going to really tell you something about me? Yeah. If you okay. think every sponsorship is about me, <laughs> you can put on all the cologne in the world, but if your feet or buck crack stink, <laughs> no amount of body spray is going to fix it. 
Yeah, I'm a disgusting pig who drinks too much and what was the last and and I'm all fucked up. That's what the ad say it is. I don't know why you've made it about me. Maybe the listenership is a bunch of drunks who need some help. You can put on all the cologne in the world, but if your feet or butt cracks stink, no amount of body spray is going to fix it. It's really funny. <laughs> Lumi is the world's best whole body deodorant, and it's here to change the game. It's clinically proven to control your odor in your pits, privates, and beyond. For 72 hours, it's aluminum-free, baking soda-free, paraben-free, not to mention pH balance for safe use below the belt. I am using... You got stinky dick. Stinky dick. That's what they call me, stinky dick freed. It is the stinky dick that made us ask Lumi to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> I will say this. I use Lumi. Do you smell? Is it, how's it smell in here? You smell great. There we go. I use it. I love it. It it, ta- it it smells like it tastes good. That's how good it smells. There's a toasted <laughs> coconut that like Ooh. you go, like you want to try it. I love it. You hear that, it. ladies? You want a little toasty Ooh. coconut, <laughs> Jared Toasted Dickie coconut Poo? nuts? Co- toasted co- to- coconuts? <laughs> Listen, they have a cream that if you put it downstairs, everyone's happy. Lumi has amazing products uh, that you're going to want to try them all. Luckily, you can. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. Comes with a solid stick deodorant. Have it, use it, love it. Cream tube deodorant. Have it, use it, love it. Two free products of your choice. Mini body wash. I've used it. It was great. Deodorant wipes. They're great. And free shipping. As a special offer for the listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code JTRAIN5 at LumiDeodorant.com. That's over 40% of your starter pack when you visit LumiDeodorant.com. Use code JTRAIN5. LumiDeodorant.com. Code JTRAIN5. Hell, I might do that. I might have a little... Loomy in there. Yeah, you got a little Send you loomy. home with. Loomy, gloomy. Loomy. Uh, friend group size mismatch. Okay. You and your fiance. Yes. Who has more friends? Me. Yeah. Way more? <laughs> I wouldn't say way more. But more. Yeah, he has a very close, small group. And yeah. I have um, two close and then a lot of friends. Wide net. Wide net. Yeah. So very different. Jared, feather, feather. My boyfriend has a big group of college friends that are all close and travel to visit each other. This weekend, he went to his five-year college reunion and reconnected with even more old friends. I would say that's short-lived. Yeah. You know, you go to a five-year reunion, we should hang out. You got to see. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. A month later, no one's talking. I didn't make long-lasting college friendships, partially due to me being an introvert with multiple jobs throughout my college years. It's hard to make friends as an adult, especially since I've moved a lot. I don't have a friend group, and most of the time I don't mind it, but I'm concerned that my boyfriend always has new solo experiences to share, and I don't. We're also in the very early stages of talking about our future wedding, and I get self-conscious knowing that he will likely have lots of people there to support him, and I won't. I'm picturing his side of the aisle overflowing and multiple groomsmen. Well, my spine is sparsely attended. Her side looks like the DMV. There's a bunch of people spread out, not talking. Her barista's there. Right. <laughs> He's like, cold foam, right? Good for you. Thought you might find love. <laughs> this is so stupid. And I might not even have a single bridesmaid. Any advice on how to handle this mismatch and or make more friends as an adult would be appreciated. Yeah, you got to make more friends, girl. 
You think so? Oh yeah. Well, there's. I guess there's. A, there's a solution within this that can be a problem. Mm-hmm. There's. A, there's a couple things. One, they got to change their perspective. Mm-hmm. You don't have no friends. You have just a few friends that you're close with. Like well, again, the way you just explained your relationship, he's mm-hmm. got a tight knit group of few friends, and mm-hmm. you have a cast of wide net. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have the three close friends or three thousand people that you don't really care about? Yeah. You know, I, I mm-hmm. again like. There's no right or wrong answer mm-hmm. to this. I think you're living in a world, the emailer's living in a world where their situation is this burden, dark, secret, <laughs> yeah. horrible. And it's like, no, nah, you got a few friends and that's yeah. okay. Like, and yeah. I, you know, I, to me, if I'm this person, there's two answers to this. And one can become a problem because you don't want to make his friendship group your friend group. But like, yeah, that's what I'm more worried about. Right. She's more dependent on him for social stuff. Yes. Like you got to go make your own friends and have your own. And I guess the way to do that is to like, I I think sometimes we're like, okay, it's hard as an adult to make friends. I got to go outside with Mm -hmm. a sandwich board. cut. (laughs) Hey, friend, need a friend here. (laughs) How about you go hang out with the friends you already have? Mm -hmm. Let's and, and then ask them. You know, let's let's do some more social activities. I know you're an introvert, but you have friends. Mm-hmm. Let's use them as our gateway to more friends. Because mm-hmm. if your friends like them, then you're probably going to like them too. Yeah. So I think this idea, I think where it becomes defeating is you're like, where does an adult make friends? Well, you have friends. Yeah. Who have, everyone knows 200 people. That's what they tell mm-hmm. you like in the sales world. So yeah. like, I would go to your friends and hang out with them more. Yeah. Right? And, and if you find someone that you talk well with you like ask them to go get coffee or let's hang right. out take initiative a little bit right if you work a lot and you have a lot of acquaintances at work if you get along with someone hey you want to go to happy hour or, right you know just do just extend the hand <clears throat> well i think you make a great point and this is like the key to all these things the key to the casual hookup the mm-hmm. key to the making a friend at work the key to the taking your old friends and creating new friends from the old friends is mm-hmm. like Okay, where are these bridges? Where can I make these easy, you know, shoots and ladders? Yes. You know, uh, where can I put a ladder onto this? So it's like, you know, when you go out with your friend and you say, hey, let's do happy hour with a friend you already have. And Mm -hmm. you say, bring anyone you want. And then they bring a friend. Okay, now there's your shoot. Yeah. You know, there's your ladder. If you go to work and they go and you're like, hey, are you going anywhere from here? I'm going to go get a drink after work if you want to come. Yeah. Boom. You know, let's do the easy one. Yeah. Let's do the the adjacent hang. Mm-hmm. Adjacent hangs. That's what I would call. Yeah. Yeah. I think because that's great. The thing is, you're already at work. I'm planning on going somewhere from here. Mm-hmm. It's easy for this person. Come hang out. Yeah. And it's not and I don't think you present it as I just need a friend in this crazy mixed up world. I got nobody. My side of the bridal party is gonna look like the DMV. You gotta come over. I'm only inviting my barista, please. Like yeah. you can't get down that road also you can do it where there are no sides right well the the wedding thing the wedding thing is a is is a nightmare that won't ever happen yes 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 right that is an invented nightmare that is Mm -hmm. you know your side with three people Mm -hmm. who didn't even get dressed for the wedding and his side is full of like a parade float (laughs) of like we are family And they're like going down the aisle together and then her group comes down to just a funeral procession. <laughs> like she's inventing a reality yeah. that's never going to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I like the wedding thing. Also, 
some people just go, I'm going to have my best friend, you have your best friend, or no bridesmaids or yeah. groomsmen at all. If it's truly an insecurity, then just don't have any. Just right. have you two up there. And then here's the Save other. Save everybody some time. Right. <laughs> right. Make everyone's life easier. Don't yeah. make the nephews come yeah. on a cross <laughs> like fucking a Atlantic yeah, flight. Here's the other thing. And this is, again, I don't want you to go and, again, shoots and ladders, adjacent hangs. Let's do some double dates with your friend, with your boyfriend and his friends. Yeah. Let's go, you know, invite them with the girlfriend. Who are they dating? Like, I think like, you know, again, you guys are talking about wedding stuff. So I'm not really concerned about you having no life outside of him. Like, it yeah. sounds like you're okay on your own. So maybe because you are further in, it's like, hey, if your friend and his wife want to like go out to dinner, I would love to do that. Mm -hmm. And now you get to meet the wife. Maybe you hate her. Maybe you love her. Maybe yeah. you do become friends. Hey, let's exchange numbers. I, I'm actually going to get drinks this Thursday with my other friend. Do you want to come? Mm -hmm. Now, see, here are the adjacent hangs that are just built into what you already have. Live. Let's use what we got. Yes. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Caitlin Palufo. At Caitlin Palufo. Go follow so funny cranky co-worker oh let's do it jared an amazing guest i work in what could be called a high stress environment we deal with a lot of drama from others we work with plus the actual job itself is very taxing mm. my co-worker is my work bff but she is very moody i find myself most days being the buffer between her and other co-workers other aspects of the job and her general sounding board for everything she often refers to me as her sanity check which is fine most of the time but i'm finding it exhausting and finding it exhausting i'm stressed too Jeez, i'm not i'm not sure how to get her to see she needs to check her anxiety and moody self because i'm getting exhausted any advice would be great thanks signed exhausted and over it what do you think oh boy this is tough. yeah i mean you can again gotta look out for you right okay uh i think us as comics we probably understand this a lot too because mm -hmm. like listen it is really easy to talk some shit with another cop mm -hmm. and it's also easy for that to become all you do yes right you know mm -hmm. do you know those people yes they come in and they're just like well this person got this and blah 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 blah, blah. right and they just start putting down everybody right and then you go well when are we talking about jokes and bits and being mm -hmm. funny you know you go we've lost yeah. The When's the silly, silly fun time? Right. We've lost that love and feeling. All you do is complain. I'm just trying to do a fart joke or two, two with you. When are we gonna talk about poo? Yay. You, baby, baby, you're a miserable cunt to me. I don't think that's what Tom Cruise said. No, is that? <laughs> no, no? I, I thought it was. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, you know, there, there is a thing where it's like you have, we've lost what this friendship was about. Yes. Is these two people having fun at work and that mm -hmm. connect and that does, we, we know like in comedy especially, that person got that, this person, I'm having less success, I'm not mm -hmm. doing as well as I thought I'd be doing at this stage of my career. Yeah. And you gotta get back to the funny. Yes. You gotta get back to what started this as a friendship yes. in the first place. So I think like, you know, it's hard to say to someone, hey, you've been a miserable fuck lately. Yeah. That's an option. Mm -hmm. Hey, I can't do the misery. Yeah. It's affecting me. Mm -hmm. And they'll feel, oh, ooh, yeah. it's not fun. No. 
But you can also, what, what did you guys connect on? I, I would say, uh, like, if someone came to me and was just miserable every time it was affecting my mental health, I'd be like, I would have a subject kind of like in my holster yeah, to be like, like to bring up. Yeah, remember the Real Housewives episode? Blah, blah, right. blah. Yeah, something. I don't know why I picked right. that. But. I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> you know what's hilarious? Send yeah. them a meme. You know, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, like a funny video on Instagram that can yeah. like lighten the mood. I don't know. What would you do? I mean, first off, I would say you got to watch that getting in, but being the buffer between her and other coworkers sucks because you now you're not. misery. Exactly. You're the miserable one. You're with taking her. up that um, you're absorbing. You're getting into that world of anxiety and taking on her shit. Right. You can't be taking on her shit. You have to whatever she's whatever mess. That's how she's going to learn. She right. creates a mess with another coworker. You have to let that lie. You can't get in the middle of that because right. then it's going to f- affect your career, your relationship with your coworkers, and then it's also just going to teach her that she can do whatever she wants. Sometimes, you know, that might be her answer too. It's like if she creates these messes with other coworkers and then comes to you, you go, "I can't get involved. You, yeah. You're fucking me up here." Like yeah. that, that's like mm-hmm. an actual tangible thing to yes. like call her out on. Like, hey. Mm-hmm. Do you know I might get in trouble with this too? I don't need to. I don't need yeah. more arguments. What I are you love doing you so to me? much, but this is really uh, putting me in a pickle. Right. This is mm-hmm. that's a tangible thing as opposed to like, hey, you're a miserable fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's bringing yeah. down my mental health because yeah. that's a little vague, you yeah. know. Like, so maybe it's like, hey, you really got me in trouble with this person. Mm-hmm. I can't be getting involved in all the sadness and misery. This place is a hard place to work. Yes. I agree with you, mm-hmm. but also you're taking advantage of me. Yeah. I come to you. We st- and again, if you're working in a stressful environment, as they ex- describe it here, mm-hmm. we work in a stressful environment. Mm-hmm. We work in a world that, like, there's no guarantees. None. So we do like to commiserate with other comics and say, "What did you get? What did you not get?" And we also have to have those moments of levity to go, "Yeah, we're not going to talk about this right now." Yeah. So you're you- my outlet. Let be. Right. Let's be an outlet. <laughs> I think you got to go to them and just be like, I. Take an old joke you guys have together mm-hmm. and just slip it to them. <laughs> and then and whatever the old joke is, whatever you used to laugh about that you haven't done in a while, like sometimes friendships needs like like a couple. Mm-hmm. You know how like a couple needs like a, vac- a sexy vacation to find? <laughs> Maybe off to a, a destination wedding without right, kids. Right, without kids. Huh? You bitch. <laughs> no, I, I kid. So, <laughs> no, but it... You know, sometimes friendships need that too. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's that thing you guys r- originally started laughing about? What's that thing that got you guys where you kind of were drawn to them? Yeah. Send that meme. Send that video. Let's all send the old. Let's bring back the old stuff to get us used to like yes. where we came from. And then when they start laughing, they go to like negative stuff and go, "Can you stop that? I sent you this because I wanted to like cheer us up." Yeah. I'm going through this shit with you. Yeah. Cut the shit. Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com do we have time for one more two more one more one more this is exciting okay I like this one let's do this one friend involved with a married man oh no you ever had a friend that was cheating on their significant other or been with a cheater you ever had I feel like women talk about this more with each other like I I, I don't have like a, I don't ever have there was a guy in my general group mm-hmm. who I found out was kind of was the guy doing this stuff. Oh, he was the cheater. The or cheater. The, the cheater. And then you end up only finding out through like angry Facebook posts from the person who got cheated. You know, like, you, yeah, oh, I see. Men okay. just, it's, 
it, it, it seems counterintuitive, but there's never this like cheating on my wife, high five. Yeah. Like no one's doing <laughs> yeah. that, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's not quite the bridesmaids movie that we thought. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of times with women, it's like, you won't believe what's going on in my life. Like there's yeah, yeah. gossip to be had and it's like, well, what? You're yeah. doing what? And he's married. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm hooking up with a married woman is never something that I would be like proud to like yeah, no, I, I don't bring think to the boys. Yeah. You know, like, what are you? I'm creating a mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like sometimes it feels like you know, there's this element. I guess I, I, I'm not being fair to women, the generalized women, but mm -hmm. like the TikToks you see online are like, and I'm talking to this married guy. You know, I, yeah. I'm sharing this story. That a lot of guys kind of like steer away from the stirring the pot yes. of it all. You know? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know of any women who are like openly mm. proud of, to be boinking a married man, unless well, it's like an an arranged, like an open thing. I've, right. I've done a few open. He's married, but it's open. You know. I never believe, and that, I always, sure. and I'm always like, this is gonna end poorly. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Call me when you've been murdered by one of the yeah. significant others. <laughs> feather, feather. My question concerns my best friend. Okay. This past year, she has totally become a different person. She is a beautiful, confident woman, and men just always like her. Okay. Could have. She could have anyone she wants. Mm -hmm. But this past year, she met a man from another state about nine-hour drive away off of TikTok. Oh, no. Hey, that's a bad sentence. <laughs> this past year, she met a man from an, another state about nine-hour drive away off of TikTok. Oh, my God. Don't uh, tattoo that on your arm. No. <laughs> In cursive. <laughs> Over the past year, she has realized that she has lied to her... Over the past year, she has realized that he has lied to her multiple times. He is married, claims it's not a real marriage, is in the process of getting divorced. She visited the state and they stayed in a hotel. The wife messaged me the wife messaged me and said they were married and asked if me if he was cheating on her with my friend. Oh, oh you're involved. It's not good. The wife found you Aye. to ask you if the friend is involved Oof. with her husband? Woof. She knows all of this now and said she can't trust him and she doesn't want to move there. Also, sometime they also got engaged, even though how can you be engaged to a married man? Yes. This is a mess. This is soap she, opera. Right. This is a telenovela. Right. <laughs> Dios <Jeez>. mio. <laughs> she keeps going back to him. Ay, how can me and our other mutual... Uh, how can me and our other mutual friends get through to her that this is not a good person? Or should we just keep our opinions to ourselves since she clearly doesn't like it when we tell her our thoughts? Sincerely, my friend is stressing me out. What do you think? Ah, uh, there are two sides to this. Because okay. uh, you want to be there for your friend. You want her to still confide in you. Mm -hmm. If you go down too hard on this guy, she's going to stop confiding in you. She's going to break off and she's right. going to get more like alienated by this guy. So it's it's which a, might be the answer, the solution to all of this until she she's so murdered alienated. in a motel. Right, that's <laughs> yeah. fair. Yeah, it's all, it's that's the thing. It's like so dangerous. Mm -hmm. Like all of this, you met, yeah. you know, the idea that nine hours away, and here's the thing they wrote in their email: she could have anyone she wants. Yeah, you got to stop, stop believing that. Mm -hmm. She has something that's off. Yeah. She's not feeling good. She's settling for this, so this is her confidence level. Right. Right. Yes. So you have kind of put her on this pedestal of like, I can't believe she'd do this. I can believe anyone would do anything. Yes. You know, like I can believe anyone would 
have the inner turmoil, inner thing going on that mm-hmm. they act out in ways that make them feel comfortable. Again, mm-hmm. just like you said, their confidence is I need to go nine hours away yes. to meet up with a married man. And then when I found out he was married, I stuck to it because I believed he was divorced because mm-hmm. I believe I can't find anything more. So maybe it's coming to her with love of like, yeah. you know, you can, like, you know, we're here for you. You're yes. not going to be alone once this guy is gone. Yes. You know, and you know, and I think saying we're worried about your actual physical. Yes. Well-being. Well-being. Like, you're going far away. Mm-hmm. You're not near us. You know, we can't help you. We can't have you sleep over when you're, you're, things don't go well. You're in another state. You're going to another place with someone who actively lies to you. Right. Who is deceiving you on a regular basis. Right. So what's to say what else he is going to deceive you about? Right. And if he's gone, what are you most worried about? Mm-hmm. That's what I would ask him. Ask yeah. a question. What is what concerns you? Let's say he's gone tomorrow. Like I mm-hmm. would get I think the curiosity game like works better. Like it's like, you know, when someone has like a huge issue and you just go, Well, what uh, hold on, why do you do you know, when you ask mm-hmm. questions and almost like takes away this like judgment. Yeah. If you go, Well, what's gonna happen? What, let's play this out. I would mm-hmm. say to them, let's play this out. You don't stop talking to him today. What are you most concerned about? What do you what, what's their biggest fear? What's the worst day the next day? I would have yeah. them explain it. Mm-hmm. And maybe they've never even said it out loud that it's not that bad. Yeah. And they kind of come to realize it. Other than that, I would talk, you know, if she says, I, you know, it gets defensive even to that, mm-hmm. you know, the only way to help is to talk to her family mm-hmm. and to be like, hey, I'm concerned. I'm backing away from them, but I need you to like go towards them. Yeah. Pick up the slack a little bit. Right. Like yeah. I need, you know, go to her mom or sister or brother, or whatever it might be, and say, yeah. hey, I tried. Mm-hmm. I'm going to back away now because it's gotten to the point where I've said my piece. Yeah. And and again, you know, this is like one of those stories that you're like, it starts out as like, my friend's cheating on her husband yeah, yeah. with, a, with a married man. You go, oh, funny, juicy. And then you go, okay, this is like a Netflix documentary yeah. coming. You know, mm-hmm. like, so I think like, start with curiosity. If they get defensive, they you've said your piece. You go to their friends and family, uh, you know, the family and you go, I'm just concerned. Yeah. And and I here's all here's the file. Mm-hmm. It's your turn. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I just remembered when I was in college, I dated mm. a guy who was in the military. Okay. His he was went to Afghanistan and then his wife or his uh, fiance called me. Come on. Yeah. I forgot about this. But and, yeah, he called me uh, or she called me and was like, yeah. "This is my future husband." And they had spent Christmas together and the whole thing and my friends and then my friends, they were very supportive. They're like, you don't need him. And so we ended up breaking up. And then he comes back and mm. I still went to go see him. You did? Yes. I went to go see him and my friends were like, okay. And they were just there, just waiting. My friend told me, she voiced, she was like, I don't think this is a good idea. I think mm. he's going to break your heart. And then um, he did. He just, he was like, I'll pick you up at eight. But he flew out at like five. Wow. Back to his wife. Right. Yeah. So, and, but she was there and she, okay, you know, and then we were, I never talked to him again, but she was mm. very supportive. She voiced her opinion. Chirsty, shout out to Chirsty. Okay. <laughs> still friends. <laughs> you guys still keep in contact? Yeah. Me yeah. and Chirsty. Yeah. yeah. Good for you. Yeah. But she's, um, but she was very like patient and she was with me. And, uh, but she let it know, like, I think this guy is bad. I don't think this is a good relationship. Right. And I still went back. I still made the decision. 
and then I got my heart broken, but that's what I needed to cut it right. off entirely. And again, that's like part of the isolation of like mm-hmm. you will get it, but like hopefully nothing bad happens. Like yes. you, you know, you. Yeah, he you, wasn't going to murder me. But but that's what you but say also, now. You know, yeah, like we're true. hearing this story secondhand. Yeah, so it's like you know, there's an element of like, okay, good. Yeah, I don't like the nine hours away. No, no, no by no. yourself. Well, you're isolating with a, yourself yeah. with a wife who knows you exist. Right. You that is not safe. People murder over love. Yes. You that's know, the that's number one reason love and money one, love and money come on what a fun way to end this episode <laughs> Caitlin Palufo thank you for coming on thank you for having me so this was fantastic. a blast everyone go follow Caitlin she's so funny at Caitlin Palufo everybody um, go watch Jared's special go watch a special I'll keep reminding you I'm, yes. you know the, we, we are Even, heading towards enjoy it once and then when you leave turn it on again and let it play again while you're right. gone that's the move make that's your dog the, happy right I don't even know if that helps but do it <laughs> I think so. All right. Yeah, play it, play it on loop for about a week. <laughs> I'm Jared Free. We'll be back next week. Boom.